A teleporting dog? Is this some kind of joke? You know, I was just about to ask the same thing about the raccoon with the laser gun. It's a quantum igniter, thank you very much. And it can blast you right out of that tin can before- Measure your weapons later, boys. If we want to survive this, we do it as a team. Welcome to Back in My Day uh, once again. I'm David Petrangelo, and I am joined by, once again, Michael R. Power. Mike, how are you, man? Good, dude. How you doing? Good, good. It's been uh, it's been a few weeks. We did a good block of uh, recordings the last time we got together, and uh, we've had a mini hiatus ourselves. Our stuff was recorded well ahead of time, but mm -hmm. uh, we got a little bit of catching up to do. The reason why I go in that preamble there is because um, there's been a few things that we've watched and played over the last little while, and as you mentioned before we hit record, they're... Uh, they're, they're newer releases, but you said that they felt what? Yeah, they felt um, tied to nostalgia and tied to the back in my day sort of feel. Yeah, which is exactly what we're going for. Yeah, exactly so what we're going for. You know what? It's a they, good excuse to talk the about theme, new stuff. I think I said they fit the theme fit of the, the theme. podcast. There we go. They're newer, but they fit the theme. Right. So um, we've talked about a lot of movies because summer movies are obviously big. <clears throat> Every year, it just seems to be the the, the Ted thing for the for the summer. So. Uh, there's a summer game that came out. Uh, the the big news to go into this is that Mike finally got his Nintendo Switch. Yes, I did. Yes, I <laughs> did. I say finally as if finally. like, you know, the world is complete or something. Because <laughs> I've been <laughs> mentioning it on this podcast since like my very first appearance. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep, finally happened, man. You got yourself a, a, a decent deal with it. And uh, we both picked up Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Mm. which was pretty much like an instant buy, I guess, for us. Um, yeah, that was the closest, first game I bought. It was the first uh, game yeah. you bought, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to get the Switch before that came out, so it was like good timing when everything It's happened. a system seller, as they <laughs> say, right? <laughs> I probably, I'm the only one probably that, that has that as a system seller. Support, yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously there's more to play, but... Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that, that game, one of the reasons why, I mean, we got it so that we could play together as well, but it, it just brought us back to you know, the 10, 12, 15 years ago when those first two came out. Um, yeah, I want to go back even farther. Okay. 2004. Okay. When the very first uh, X-Men Legends game came out. Ah, that's yeah. That's the first... Um, first one of its kind, That's the first one of its kind. But even before that, if I go back even farther, there's a game I used to play as a kid called Gauntlet. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that was like, as far as I'm concerned, there probably was more, but that was like the first hack and slash game I ever played. Well, it was the first. Uh, from what I from what I know, it's it was the first four player right. game in in that in that vein, mm -hmm. right? It really was the actual first one, the original original. And they've had obviously other ones since. And then. And it's like so. a it's since then it's sort of had this genre and what the hack and slash game or that's what they call them, right? Yeah, it's like a I, top down team, top down team uh, hack and brawler, slash. maybe you sure. might call it. Yeah, it's kind of like the evolution of the Double Dragon game. Which was like the side-scrolling brawler. Yeah, Double Dragon, the Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles or the X Men one, all those that were in arcades. Yeah, X Men right? too. There yeah. you go. And so this is a uh, love that game. Instead that of great. being two dimensional, it's three dimensional. So you're looking at the top down, and so the enemies are coming at you 360. Yes. Uh, you have your character, and but there's also three other characters, and they, you can play with your friends or you can have them be computers. And it's the 
key about this game is you usually only have like two buttons to press or whatever. Typically. Right? The original ones. Yeah. And so two, it's a brawler, three. it's a button yeah. masher. Yeah. But they're tons of fun. Yeah. It, it, the simplicity it seems like it would draw you away from it nowadays with yeah. all this complexity and all these different types of games. But um, I, I guess in, in Ultimate Alliance 3, there's more than two buttons, but, you, but you're still really... Yeah, it's come a long way since Gauntlet when it was, felt like two buttons. Yeah. And it sort of progressed. But and it's still simple enough that it still feels that yeah, way. Yeah, it, it feels like in the vein of that old Gauntlet game. Yeah. The first one, why I went to 2004, was the X-Men Legends. And the reason why I liked it so much was because people know I'm a Marvel Marvel zombie. And so from way it, back. It, from, <laughs> so it had the uh, not only of a m- fan of the comics, but the MCU and everything. But it, and so it was like a hack and slash brawler game, but with X Men characters. Yeah, and that's just awesome. Yeah, that's that just sold me right. It's a there. recipe, right? That's yeah. a perfect recipe for you. <laughs> exactly. And so it was the first of its kind, and then it had a sequel, and that was like the GameCube Xbox days. Yeah. And then in the 360 days, when is when the uh, Ultimate Alliance games, the first two came out. Yeah. And they were they expanded it from just the X Men to be the whole Marvel universe. It was everything. It was ones that uh, characters that you might not have even known about, or yeah. are first of all would have not even expected to be meshed together and stuff. And they come up with sort of same with three, but they come up with like excuses to get them together. And yeah, stuff. the whole story is just an excuse to introduce characters. But yeah. the fun of it is seeing which characters are gonna they're gonna put um, the, the fun costumes you get to put them into, yeah. how the characters are gonna interact. The story is kind of secondary, but the gameplay is still that same. It's it's sort of repetitive, but it's that same old brawler fun that you can draw a line all the way back from Double Dragon all the way to Gauntlet, yeah. all the way to this game. And so when Ultimate Alliance 3 came out uh, solely for the Switch, that's when I knew I had to get my Switch. Well, that well, it, one of the reasons, I would say Pokemon, Zelda, Yeah, there's, a, there's lots to play, but, and there's going to be lots to play, yeah. so it's not like you're going to put it down and, and no. go to the next console or whatever after that. So. But it was a big, yeah, it was a it was something that I definitely wanted to play. It was a surprisingly big deal. I mean, I yeah. think when they dropped the news that it was going to be coming out last year, I think it was at E3 when they first announced it about a year ago, and then we were just... Oh, it's a Switch exclusive? Like, yeah, what, that was what the weird is part. this? Like, and we did our most anticipated games we both had on our list. Yeah, because it was just... I, I played a lot of those first two. Yeah, um, I had both of them. Um, and yeah, I, I think it was just... Uh, at the time, it was it was uh, just different enough. And yeah, I, I feel like... It was like, like pre-MCU even, right? Like oh, the yeah. First one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first one was for sure, yeah. Um, but you know, and then they and then they mesh together the heroes and the villains, and you can fight right. together and stuff. So. Yeah, so now you can be the villains in this. Now game. you can be the villains, so Venom's in it and all that. So so we we talk about the way all these old ones felt and what they what they did and all that, and that basically tees up the fact that this feels, for the most part, not not completely, but for the most part, it feels like, let's say, the second one in this series. Like it feels yeah. like an older game. It, right. It Not, feels a bit dated, but I think we yeah. both like it because because of that reason. It's one of the reasons, yeah. And because it feels like like what I mentioned when we play why I play keep playing Pokemon games. It feels like going home again. It feels like comfort food. Yeah, it's that system that you're very familiar with. Um, it's kind of like people who play the Madden games every sure. year. Yeah, um, and there's something just sort of I don't know. It's just something about a game that you can buy and you just instantly know how to play it. Yeah, I mean, there's th- th- that's the thing is that you know what to do. And they have a little bit of complexity added onto it with when you can sort of combine your powers and stuff. Which, yeah, so I think what you, you could, said, it feels like two, how two played in your mind, but if you went back and played two, it'd probably feel a lot worse than this. Yeah, this probably I'm a lot sure smoother. it'd be way jankier. But and you're stuff. right, it feels like, it, yeah, it just feels like how I remember 
two playing in my mind. I, want, I wonder if it was. I wonder if it's on purpose or not. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I would say that probably a little bit, but mm-hmm. it, but it's not like it doesn't work. It's not like there's a bunch of glitches all over right. the place, and it feels like this game that they rushed or whatever. Like it it looks good. It sounds cool that you can see all the moves. Like sort of you combine your your uh, hero abilities and villain and hero abilities together in your group of four, and you can do these unique moves together that do more damage and blah blah, blah and all that stuff and. It looks great, and it's so cool that you can have someone like Spider Gwen mm-hmm. combine uh, one of her sort of special attacks with Ghost Rider. That's awesome, and it's yeah, like just saying that it makes me happy. Come on, it's crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> so you liked it then, right? Yeah, I, it, I think it's great. I yeah. I was expecting it to to feel a little bit, I would say, newer, right? To feel a little less like an older game, but then as I got over that after the first couple of hours, I would say, I was it. Like it didn't, it didn't matter. Like it, it really didn't matter. So, and you already mentioned Spider Gwen, and one of the great things about the game is the uh, the, the characters they chose to be in the game. So yeah. there's a lot. There's maybe what 30, 40, say. Yeah, I'll find the exact um, number. Say there's yeah. forty. Yeah. And but the thing is, there's a lot of superheroes in the Marvel universe. So they had a lot of characters to chose from, and I think the ones I think they made very inspired choices. More of them? Are you serious? How many crazy super-powered prisoners does this stupid place hold? And they chose characters that you're familiar with from the MCU that you would obviously expect to be there, like Captain America and Iron Man and Thor. But then they went a little bit to the obscure characters as well. And so it was a good mix. And obscure is kind of like Miles Morales. Maybe he's a bit obscure. Yeah, I mean, it uh, makes Spider sense. Spider-Gwand. Um, yeah. The uh, Crystal. The, yeah, the so inhuman. that's that, like, so like inhumans that are, are a complete blank to me. Right. So when when you pointed her out, I go, I don't even know who this is. Yeah, no, it's. Great. I had no idea who that was. Yeah, I, I tried her actually. Um, I had her. I have her at as a as a very low level right now and stuff. But her stuff's pretty cool. Yeah, no, she's awesome. She's she, her moves are pretty and cool so, and stuff. So yeah, the 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 choices and you know that, that must have been fun, like sitting down and picking which characters to put in. There. Yeah, I mean, you know, sure, you you have a reason, I guess, to have. Luke Cage and Iron Fist and stuff like that and and Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, now those make more sense. Yeah. At the time, if those were in... Oh, the Guardians. Yeah, yeah the Guardians are in there sure. and stuff. You know, it, all of them so are in it. they didn't get the favorites from the movies, but then they also sprinkle in some deep cuts plus some favorites like Elektra do. and stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, the, one, the only thing I find myself wondering is like, would I have as much fun if it wasn't a Marvel-themed game? And if it was like generic characters that I didn't know because the fun is to me is like oh which bad guy is going to pop up next oh Doc Ock oh Electro oh awesome like right. I get to fight Dormammu I get to fight like that's the fun of it for me Yeah. but the one thing they do really good is they make each character feel distinct so if, yeah. if they were totally made up characters but they still felt as distinct with their moves as distinct I think it would still be fun I think yeah so I've noticed that fun. there's like um, there's a couple characters that have so they have like different attributes and stuff too where you can combine them so that you have more strength, more energy, which sort of helps with your your sort of special abilities. You have more vitality, which gives you a larger health bar and all that, depending on, like, sort of what their attributes are. So, like, someone that has uh, uh, something sharp as a weapon, so obviously Wolverine and Electra, if you put them together, you get a bit of a bonus. They have kind of similar moves, but they still feel different enough that you want to play them separately. So you pick a group of four, and it actually encourages you to jump between the four. Right. To try to figure out different moves and stuff and, and combinations. And as you mentioned with the bonuses, which is another thing I want to point out with that, it, it, like we said, it's kind of a simple game, but actually the RPG elements are quite deep. 
That's how right. you build your team, how you upgrade their skills. They level, they level up. So, yeah, they level each uh, person. And they have the, the um, ISO 8 crystal things, which right. I think were from the second one as well. And that just gives you little bonuses that you find. Like you'll find chests or you'll beat a boss and they'll give you other ones. So you can get increased stats and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so for that an adds the RPG yeah. element, which is always fun, right? We yeah. love RPGs. So Every character has four unique moves right. that do certain things. They all act differently. Like all that works. So... I, I found, I find and found the story like, okay, it's another excuse to have yeah, this guy, to fight this guy the story or to is fight that woman. What, or, bo- what crazy reason can we get this character in because we want to show this character? It would have been or, cool for them not to, I get it because it's, it's a Thanos thing. I get it because it's an MCU thing. Like I didn't really need to get the Infinity Stones oh, involved it centers again. around the Infinity Stones. Yeah, yeah the whole yeah. thing. Is, it, it's That's fine. It's just an excuse it's, to have it's Thanos a, in there. Right? It's a very, it works for what they want to do yeah. <laughs> to get all these characters together. Yeah, I agree. You know, like when they get to Venom, which is fairly early on, you can sort of unlock the them thing to, that to play them. The thing that makes you feel like, uh, you know. really dated this day and age coming off games like Breath of the Wild and Red Dead Redemption 2 yeah. is how like uh, corridory it is and how many invisible walls room there to are. Room. Oh, there's so many it's, invisible uh, walls. It's oh. almost like games have really come along. You and basically like a bad thing to have invisible walls in yeah. your game. And I think studios were like kind of getting away uh, as much far away from that as they could. Here they feel more obvious. So you'll go from like one room where you're fighting a wave of character or yeah. of enemies and stuff, and you'll have someone like. Captain Marvel, who can fly, or whoever else, yeah, you, know? you can only fly, and you can only fly, <laughs> and, and you're on like you're elevated on basically like a bridge. Yeah, but you can't fly off the bridge. No, there's no railing. There's no nothing. You just you just have to follow it. So you might as well just not fly. Yeah, exactly. like why are you flying? Yeah, <laughs> and that that way it really feels like an old like gauntlet. Game. It really makes it feel like an it's old like game. When they, they weren't do that. limited by the technology, but they chose to be like limited yeah. to give it that feel. Maybe I, I mean, there's know. no reason to fly off the bridge. Right, it would just be like a shortcut. Like yeah, who cares? Okay. You're just going to the next sort of mini arena mm-hmm. and stuff. But it's like okay. You know, you didn't really need to. Like I said, games have come a long way since the, like everything being a corridor. And the and the sort of script and acting is pretty corny and stuff like that. But again, it it, like I don't think that that matters. Like that's not why you're playing this game. Still having a lot of fun with it and just unlocking all the characters, unlocking their moves, figuring out what move goes with which character. Yeah, seeing what boss you're gonna play and the boss battles. Bosses are cool. Actually, quite challenging. Yeah, so I'm close to close to the end of the game I can tell just by who I'm fighting and sort of what's happened with the story and stuff I'm very close to the end and there's been a few not even the ones towards the end I mean they are difficult but like you need to have your guy pretty up there in levels and you really need to manage your energy which is the sort of blue bar that lets you do your special moves and stuff and you need to you have to flip between the characters because you need to use them in certain situations oh, wow. to do certain, like yeah. it, it actually, it, it doesn't, it, but it doesn't guide you through that. You need to figure it out by losing four times in a row against this boss in the same place. That's like a Final Fantasy kind of feel to it. I used to, yeah. I used to have to do Final Fantasy all the time. I'd lose, then I'd have to go back and grind my guy's levels up. Yeah, so that they, they sort of, kind of force to you to, to pick certain characters that when you unlock them, they're at a certain level, so you kind of have to use them. But you can go back. You can go back to other chapters and, you know, if you want to be Captain America and he's not high enough, Play a couple chapters and just sort of upgrade them for a couple levels and stuff. And and it's still fun to play, so it's not that much of a headache or anything. So there's so many characters. Do you find yourself playing the same ones over and over? Or do you kind of like yeah? So I was going to ask you too, because I was going to ask like, so what what's the late what's the last person that you unlocked that you can remember? Um, I think it was Daredevil, maybe. Okay. Or, or someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One or two after that. Yeah. Okay. So that's 
midway through right. or, or just before midway through. Um, you know, you get uh, Ghost Rider after that. Yeah, I think I got Ghost. I think I just got Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, Storm, Black nice. Panther. They're all in it, yeah. right? Um, Nightcrawler's in it. Like all so those. Cool. Yeah, uh, I love getting the new characters, Deadpool and stuff. Like it, it's, I'm sure I'm spoiling who you're going to unlock, but really, you know, they show up in a scene and you're like, oh, oh, he's coming. They're probably going to make me, you know, play as him. Yeah, I like. Um, uh, I have this like thing where I like to keep try to keep all my characters. I like to try them level. all, and then I try to keep the levels kind of close. So I kind of, yeah. I'll build like a sort of strong team or whatever team I like. Then I'll try to throw in some of the lower level just yeah. to get their levels up. But so I did that for a little while too, and then when you get to the harder bosses, you, you kind of you can't get away with it hitters. because that because that lowest character right. will die very quickly and stuff. So like you can you can do it for a while, right? But there's a part so you where have you have to go back and level up. And you have to go back a little levels. bit, but then the new characters are fun and they're different enough. Yeah. Like when I got Storm, when Storm came in, I was just like, oh, I'm a Storm, whatever. It just interests me. And then like her moves are awesome. She's great. She's one of the best characters, I think. That's awesome. Because uh, she has like a freeze ability. She does like her big whirlwind thing and all that. So yeah, I, I have probably, so because you pick four at a time, I probably have in total, seven or eight that I pretty much played the, right. through the whole game. That's how those games kind of tend to work. So. You kind of get the ones that you get familiar with. and you Get familiar like, with and you just like the way they play, yeah, like the way they play yeah. and stuff. They don't have to be like the quote-unquote best, but I don't really know that there is someone that is like the best. Yeah, it feels balanced in that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, everyone that you choose, you can you can pretty much use at any point. Cool. If yeah, the so right you've played a bit more than me, but I'm excited to, to finish it off. I yeah, think. well, and we'll we'll play together and stuff. You can yeah. play within each other's um, Yeah, that the co-op is stuff. really, uh, really good, really seamless. And if you, if you, it's sort of like the old sort of um, Diablo style where if you have a guy that's a higher level, I can take that character and bring him into your game and just wipe the wipe through the level. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the that's level. awesome. Yeah, I could pick my level 40 yeah, Black and Panther bring and bring him into your... Okay. That's funny. It's less fun that way yeah. I, I to me, but um, I don't know, we like it. It, it feels old school, which is kind of... Yeah, I think if you enjoyed those other games, you'll really like this game. If you're going into it for the shiny new, cutting edge game, it doesn't. It's not that. It's not, it's not that. It's yeah. not like the best graphics. It doesn't do anything absolutely revolutionary. No, I don't think. Which is which we're happy. I'm having with. a lot of fun. Out of it. Yeah, like <laughs> so, it's, it's exactly what I expected. Like it's meeting my expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It pretty much is. So all right, sweet. So that's kind of what we've been playing. There's been a couple things here and there, but that's the big standout I think mm. so far. Um, and we'll probably have a few more of those. Uh, pop you up now that we have the switch and we have switch yes. online also ultimate alliance i would say is if you have someone else that is interested it's pretty cool to play together yeah and it's as well i think i think that the co-op that, from the co-op yeah mm-hmm. they do a good job uh, how allowing you to sort of switch between the characters and stuff easily as a single player so yeah. it feels unique that way but um, and with the switch it's fun to be in the same room as someone it's yeah it that, still is how we played it's almost that couch co-op feel yeah you're in the same room and you're playing. So and that, it has coach co-op and everything too. So yeah, there you, you can do all that. You don't have to play online. Yeah, and speaking true. of online, we'll 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 jump into over the course of the next couple months or something some of the old games that come with Switch Online because I want to talk about some of those. Oh, I have been playing those. Yeah. So yeah. I haven't yet. I haven't, I haven't dug into those yeah. yet. Um, maybe that's why I'm further in Ultimate Alliance because right. I just <laughs> only been. Oh, I turned it on. That. Oh, sure. I'll just play that. Um, so but then we'll also dive now into that some I have of those. Switch, it allows us to get into more uh, Nintendo games, yeah. which are. Which are um, definitely fit the the back of my day feel yeah, more. Yeah, a lot We're of NES Nintendo games kids, like, and Double Dragon is one of them. Yep, yeah. and stuff. So and just like you know, um, Pokemon coming out. Yeah, Fire Emblem. These yeah. are all games that I want to own today because I loved them when I was younger. Yeah, that's just the reason. That's why I buy games now. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> feels like it. I just want to feel young again. <laughs> all right, sweet. So we have. Um, we're actually going to get into. It's been out for. 
at least a month or so now, maybe a month and a half at this point. Uh, Stranger Things 3, not season 3, 3, um, was out a little while ago. So we're going to take a really quick break here, and we're going to get into it spoiler-filled and everything of what we thought of the season and stuff, uh, and kind of compare it to the other two and stuff. So we're going to get into that, which is another sort of dig into our childhood a little bit as well. Yeah, even though it's not based on something, it definitely feels nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. every season kind of has, and this is another one. So we'll do that in just a second, and we'll be right back with some Stranger Things 3 talk. That is that uh, ominous Stranger Things theme song that uh, I love. Me too. It's a good one, right? Yeah, like it, it's amazing. It's it's new. It's gets unique. you in the mood for the show. Yeah, perfectly. it's it's such a it sets like a really good tone. I really like it. Um, it feels it definitely feels eighties old school. Like mm-hmm. like they're trying to set it up and stuff. So I think it really works. Uh, I just had I just had to sort of splice it in there like that. I I, I love that uh, love that theme. Um, so, Stranger Things. We watched Stranger Things 3, the, both of us, a couple weeks ago. Um, so not everything, not every last little detail is going to be uh, perfect to memory, but we got a couple notes down and stuff, and we'll go to a couple of recaps here from uh, some of the websites I've pulled up. Um, so overall, overall, uh, Mike, what did you think overall of this? And actually, first let's say... What, you, what did you, yeah, did you, going into it, not necessarily what did you expect, but were you, you know, looking for something in particular or, or going into it, did you, were you hyped about it based on the other two seasons? Yeah, so I love the theme like you, but not only do I love the theme, I love the entire show. Yeah. The first season, like many people, like caught me and uh, Wife Power when we watched it, totally by surprise, but we just ate it up. And I think, I mentioned just before we started recording this one, how, yes, it's not, it's not licensed off any pre-existing property, but you can tell that the Duffer brothers, the creators, Mm -hmm. really were channeling a lot of nostalgia and a lot of those movies and shows that we love from the 80s and 90s and then creating their own thing out of it. So it's still it's still nostalgia based, but it's but it's uh, its own IP or its own They they sh- they found a really good way to to strike that. Like they oh, yeah, they really fantastic. did and and whether it's it's Easter there's a little egg bit stuff of Steven, or... or there's a little bit of Steven Spielberg in there and there's yep. a little bit of Stephen King and there's a little bit of John Hughes. And there's it's everything you can remember from your from And your and they have right? 10 episodes to do it, so they have some yeah. time to sort of stretch that out, which I think really works to one to be able to fit all that stuff in. And two, to actually make it mean something. Yeah. So right? I lo- love the first season so, so much. It's amazing. Yeah. Love the second season. The one shaky episode. You know, the oh, one the one about, where, where she goes with the other. Goes off and meets her sister. I and still... It's, it's a setup for a, a spinoff show. Yeah. I, whether they're doing it or not, I don't know I, for sure. No, I think the episode didn't land properly. I so. still was okay with that episode. You're I, okay with it, I, but it's still by far, like, it doesn't fit. It's by, it's, it feels separate. It feels separate. It, feels it definitely forced, feels separate, yeah. Um, so I know people don't like that episode, but yeah. like like you, it didn't ruin the season for me. It, yeah. I actually found it kind of cool that she has sisters out there or brothers or other numbers that have powers. Like yeah, quote unquote family. Yeah, I so guess. they didn't they didn't take that anywhere. But they, I mean, there's still more seasons to come, so maybe that'll come into play. There's at least one more. They said it might end right. after four or five. So yeah. yeah, I love the first two seasons, and I'm really really excited for the third. I think 
I really think it's the best thing on Netflix. And it's like ah. the, one of the main reasons I keep my Netflix subscription is for Stranger Things. Just to have that. Okay. Now that the Marvel shows are canceled, those are the two things that we're like really keeping. Right. Uh, that makes sense. And I'm sure you're not the only one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So what did you think of the the first two seasons? Are you uh yeah, it's, it's I mean, I think it's it it would it would be strange uh if you it would if, be a strange thing. It would be a strange <laughs> thing if you were someone that said the first season didn't catch you by surprise. Right. Whether you liked it or whether you loved it, which I think is pretty much I don't think anyone completely disliked it, or at least no one that I know. Sure there's some hot take out there. I'm the sure internet, there's hot but, takes out yeah. there. But and it's not for everyone. That's totally fine. Uh, and we're, I mean, we're not, we're kids of the nineties more than the eighties, but it's still, we grew up in all these movies and TV shows and stuff. Right. So maybe that's why it still works. But yeah, that first season was just, I don't know, it, like mind blowing is maybe not the right word. Cause it's not like it was this big, huge twist weaving story. I mean, it was, but it wasn't the only point to it. There's something about that first season that felt like it came out of nowhere and lots and of was, lots of shows and lots of movies try to be Steve, uh, Steven Spielberg and try to be Stephen King and aren't yeah. successful. And this one was just so authentic. Yeah, that, maybe that's what it was. Is like, it's E.T. and right. Indiana Jones and all. I mean, those Spielberg's uh, uh, plugs, but it felt like all of those put together with with kids. I mean, I say E.T. because it's aliens and it's kids and stuff. But, but the Stephen King idea of like being in a, a small creepy town small that's town, got this like yep. Uh, horror vibes going There's on. There's big right? things happening, but in a small space, yeah. which feels cool. Um, and, and then I, the John pretty Hughes much is continued. like, there's those kids, the high school characters, yeah. and the love story, which gets bigger and, and bigger right. in two and three, so, yeah, especially in, in three. The perfect mashup of yeah. These, and I, of these I have things. I have similar feelings on season two. Like the one, like I mentioned, the one episode that everyone seems to want to just jump to is feels mm. like an outlier, but I don't. I don't think it ruined it. And and no. yeah, it wasn't as good as, as season one. I think it's safe to say that it wasn't quite as, I mean, it's definitely not as much of a surprise because you're literally expecting it. Yeah. <laughs> but it uh, it didn't make me dislike the show. No, that episode anything, you're talking about, so. like I remember watching it and like I've just loved every episode. And now I to my wife like, oh man, that episode was awesome. And then just like at the end of the episode, turning to her and be like, that was the first bad episode. Like, that was bad. <laughs> this feels wrong. Like, what? What's going on? No. That was what bad. I, why? <laughs> why? Why? And then I read... And it's like halfway through the season. It's yeah, like five it, or yeah. six or something. And then I read, yeah. read, read a bit more about it. Yeah. And it was like, you know, it was... I think it was... It was I don't a concept know, to expand the yeah, universe it was a like little a, bit. Trying yeah. to do a spin Which I don't think is a terrible idea. Or, but it was it felt more forced, like you said before. Yeah. yeah. So it didn't fit the vibe or anything. Right? Yeah. So when th- when three was announced and I mean inevitably was announced and and came out and stuff, I was I was excited. I was excited yeah. I, because actually two. What I think the best part of two was I think what they did with the upside down was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. But I also enjoyed the new characters. I really liked the new characters. I think that mm-hmm. went a long way to making that season. Whether it was as good or whether you liked it as much as the first, the new characters Max and Billy, yeah, and, they were great. Uh, yeah. They're great. Um, so I think that that's what it was. So going into three, I was excited to see what they were going to do, what new the, characters they were going to bring in, or who, yeah, who knew who the new ones were going to be and all that. So um, like Steve is like the standout, right? With mm-hmm. he's the sort of jock or cool kid or whatever it kind of is yeah what was he eh? it's um, kind of hard I to think describe. he was the cool he's the cool yeah. kid and he talks about that a lot in season right. 3 right so um okay so that so overall 3 what did you think so i safe to report 3 didn't have any of those outlier episodes <laughs> 3 was excellent all the way through 
All the way through, I think. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I, I was excited. Part of it, when you're saying you're getting excited, you know, season one was Demi Gorgon. Season two was Mind Flayer. I'm not a D&D player, but these, as Same. I understand, are all D&D uh, all monsters. They're based yeah. monsters. And I was excited and interesting to see what they do with the third season. And it turns out they went back to the Mind Flayer. Yeah. And so at first, I was they like... They expanded that idea. Yeah. yeah. At first, I was yeah. kind of like, well, I thought it was be something new. But then yeah. they took it in such a direction well, they did something new with it they did something way more yeah. way more intense. grotesque and, br- and uh yes, gross yeah. and horror vibes yeah yeah that, i didn't seasons. i didn't love that part of it i think it was oh, i thought that was great yeah. I, I it was good but it felt it's still to me that part like the, the grossness of it of the people sort of i mean obviously we're gonna just talk spoilers yeah, spoiler alert. i'm sure everyone's eight, seen it. 80 yeah. percent of the world has seen it at this point um the the whole like like at the end, last episode or second last, I think it was second last before the the finale. Where at the very very end, when they show them all sort of collapsing into, yeah. so that kind of stuff or like the rats exploding and stuff. So, like, I like the idea of how that works, but the grotesqueness of it. Now that you use that word, is the right word I think to to put. Still felt out of place to me. It felt like it was a little too grotesque. I mean. If that's the way that that monster works, that's the way that monster works. I right. get that. But I think zooming in on a rat that explodes and turns into a blob, like, like <laughs> it turns into, it literally goes inside out and turns into like, yeah, uh, basically, yeah, it goes inside it, out. That's basically yeah, what it is. It's still yeah. alive, but it's inside it's out. It's upside down. No. Yeah, um, <laughs> which, again, exactly. they didn't really do anything with the Perfect. upside down. I still like that idea. No, I like it. I think it's um, like, uh, I, I don't know. It felt, it, it still works. I don't think that it took away from the season at all. It just because the other ones weren't as gory, but still horror vibes. Yeah, I think yeah. the goriness to me, for whatever reason, doesn't fit as well with. Uh, I mean, they're older now, so maybe that they're trying that's what to. I was gonna say. Maybe they're just trying to get to the older vibe yeah, of it and stuff. Like so a, maybe that's what it is. They, they look every single character, especially the 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 four main kids or the three main kids, are noticeably older. Oh yeah, they're noticeably older in this season. And they work with that, and I think it makes sense and follows and all that. So maybe that's part of it, is they're just trying to mature the content a little bit along with the maturity of the actual actors and characters. No, I 100% agree, and it's like what the wife wife power has mentioned on the show before, a very smart observation about the Harry Potter books, how they age with you. Yes. This show is sort of aging with the characters, and as the characters Yeah, they're not trying to make them... Eight years old anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like they're and they're fifteen and they're fifteen. The, the, like that's the what big it is. <laughs> theme of the season is about aging and getting yeah. older and the transitions you go through. They're not kids anymore. They're that's entering right. well, not adulthood, but whatever teenage High school yeah, and stuff. Yeah, teenage ages and the older characters are entering adulthood and they're entering the workforce. And it's like the problems that they're dealing with when they're not fighting monsters are more adult and mature. And the one kid's sort of upset that his. Friends no longer want to play Dungeons and Dragons with him because they're yeah. interested in girls and stuff, right? I feel bad for that. that I feel <laughs> just, bad for Will, yeah, man. Like the guy, yeah. the guy's used as an outlet for the monster for an entire season. Last season, the and first his friends won't play with him. First what season, he's lost yeah. and he's basically not in it for most of it until his mom decides to hook up Christmas lights, and that's his. Basically, that's who he is. For I was wondering, half. like, is he going to be in this season? Because he's sort of been not in. So, the I seasons. feel so bad for him, man. Like I thought they were gonna. I I think that the. the the actor plays the character great. Like I think it, it works. He he plays that uh, really well. But I feel like he should. He deserves more, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, maybe. I really he does do. have all the actors. He definitely gets like the. I think he has the the, the short shrift, the poop end of the stick yeah, on this definitely. one. <laughs> like, but um, he has he has an itch on the back of his neck, and because he he's there to kind of like be the character that's sort of 
showing how everyone's getting older and he's sort of held back. And so he's yeah. like, his, yeah. And so that's the one of the core themes is sort of the, the kids sort of aging and what comes along with that as junior friends get older and some friends grow apart and blah, blah, blah. Which, which is awesome, right? Is in the common theme. Which is just totally on point. Yeah, totally Like on point. it is completely on point. Whether we're in our early 30s like we are now right. or whether that was what was happening to us 15 years ago, like it is exactly what, like the, like you said, the, the guys who created the show get it. Yeah. Like they get it. And, it, and, and they then make the it other work. really powerful story through storyline in the season is the, the, like the parent relationship with, especially with Hopper and Eleven. And Eleven, yeah. And that it was the real emotional arc of the season. Yeah. And I guess we're getting into spoilers. We'll just spoil it all. We'll just spoil actually, it Actually, before all, we spoil, yeah. let's just talk about some other like, Fun things that I liked that. Yeah, well, were there's, very lot, there's lots of fun in this. The, it's a, it's the, a funny season yeah. too. It's the season. Hopper was great. He was the standout of the season with his funky shirts and <laughs> the 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 banter <laughs> between him and um, Will's mom. Yeah, Winona Ryder. Yeah, I think I think um, it's very on point that it's now mid '80s ish. They said '85 or '84 right. or something, right? And he's basically wearing. Magnum PI yeah, outfits, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and then, like, and well, then a couple it's hip, it's fresh. Yeah, yeah, says, a couple, yeah. couple episodes after he starts wearing it, she's like, "What are you wearing?" <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that was great. So their band kind of comes is, out of nowhere. Uh, is great. I like the the fact mayor is good. The mayor they're, is great. They're, they're, that episode of him trying to figure out the mayor yeah. and 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 Casey Ulis, I think. Yeah, that, I, that whole Bride. that whole yeah, Princess Bride. Yeah, that whole um, intertwine. I thought the I thought the intertwining stories mm-hmm. and. Picking the pieces out of everything, like, was great. Yeah, and this, the, the storytelling this was was awesome. Yeah, yeah. The fact that the bad guys are like, uh, like uh, Soviet Union, like Russians, yeah, like, why? with no personality. Why do they have to be there? Because they hate America. <laughs> that's <laughs> why. That, that, that line describes why <laughs> the Russians so are the bad guys because they hate America. That's it. Oh, that's uh, great. No more explanation needed. Yeah. Um, the fact that the uh, the mall is so like that's yeah. another. Like, oh, the mall looked just like. The malls and we're growing exactly. up. Like, yeah. it, sure, again, it, I, I guess malls from '85 to '95, for which would be more time that we would be didn't change because it basically looks like the mall that yeah. we all grew it looks up like with. The mall that we still have pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but yeah when it was they, new. Yeah. Um, so that's great. And then I love how they put that like Terminator Russian guy in there. He's oh. wearing a leather jacket and he sort of doesn't say much and he just sort of stalks Hopper and he's clearly like the he's like their version of the Terminator. And then he has a scratch on one side of his face, which is where he gets half of his face ripped off in yeah. one of the Terminator. Like so. it was exact. He's wearing the leather jacket. He's got the boots, the jeans. Uh, that was great. A couple times, where I think there's one where he's chasing him through the forest. He walks out of the forest, looks out, the, and he looks the exact same way as yeah, Terminator, Terminator does, and I think in T2 yeah, when he first started. Like, it's vibes. just, it's great, um, it's great. I love how they they started this last season where they do the thing where they like, split the characters, because there's so many characters now, split them into little groups, and they each have their own storylines, and I love the Dustin and Steve uh, dynamic. Yeah, so my wife was saying, she when we were sort of, I think in probably in seven or episode seven or eight or something like that when stuff's really ramping up at that point and they're clearly at that point you realize oh they're they're gonna stay separate probably until the very end which is exactly what happens yeah they all come together in the end yeah which which is good too and it works Um, she's like oh I wish they were with everybody but then I I looked at it and same thing I actually liked how they forced them to be separate I I like that they yeah, had different things necessary. going on I think it'd be way too many characters and like if they're talking you'd have to like cut to too many people you can't have like 10 and now with the new ones too they yeah they of... added the guy's little sister and yeah. they added Maya Hawk yeah, she, and everything <laughs> she was, she good was one of the standouts <laughs> she yeah, great, she was yeah. great. 
their 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 thing um uh with uh Steve Dustin and Robin I think is yes. the name right uh, to me that that was my favorite part of the show mm-hmm. was that maybe because it's the funniest yeah it was I, the I funniest. tend to gravitate yeah. towards the funny stuff um I I thought it was great yeah, I thought was that awesome. was that was and then, with his camp girlfriend from camp yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was awesome again another thing that. You could clearly see yourself saying to your friends when you were younger. <laughs> when they <laughs> broke, when they broke out into like song in that one part, oh. I was like, "What is going on?" It was hilarious, and they really let it draw out too. <laughs> they really go. You can make it up to me now. What? I want to hear it. Not right now. Yes, now, Dusty Bun. Susie Pooh, this is urgent. Yes, yes, you're saving the world. I heard you the first time, but Ged is also saving Earthsea, and he's about to confront the shadows. So this is Susie signing off. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. The mirror of your dreams. Make believe I'm everywhere. Give it in the light. Written on the pages is the answer to a never ending story. That's right when, like, everything is happening. Yeah. All right? the action's ramping up, and then yeah. it's, like, uh, pause for a... Pause for music, a two-minute interlude. Interlude, yeah. So I love how they slip that, like, little musical piece And both those it. actors are, th- are theater actors, too. Yeah, so, like, they... They, they, good they would a- yeah, yeah, so they would actually do that on stage and stuff, so... And then uh, Billy being taken over by the Mind Flayer and being the big bad. And yeah, everything. so he's sort of, like, the, the surrogate... Right for mind flare and stuff, and um, it works because he he plays like the in, intense character in season two as well, and he's sort of yeah. Did you expect it to get into it so fast that his character would like like he, basically from the first season or the first episode, he, right away he sort of gets infected and he's like the bad guy for the next so nine episodes. The, yeah, so the first episode he he it ends with him getting yes dragged yeah, in or whatever. Yeah, so you don't know exactly what's going on until I think the end of the second or beginning of the third episode or something like that. Exactly, sort of, and then you sort of figure out what's happening. Right. Like you don't know the gist of what it yeah, is, but you yeah. know that something's going up with them. Um, I actually thought that the first episode, maybe even two took a little long to get going as far as what the main crux of the big bad is. Oh, yeah? I actually thought the first episode was... It was good because you get to just recap with everybody and sort of see what's going on, but... They're catching up since the last But I think that they spent a full episode doing that and they could have spent half an episode doing that. But I felt like it ramped so, into it pretty quickly. Like pretty once quickly, it got like, started, oh, the mind flayer's here, he's back, and yeah, how the once kid's going to deal with it. Yeah, so like halfway through the second, end of the second, when they sort of figured out you know, Will was getting the the shivers in the back of his neck or whatever it is. Once that got started, it ramped up fast. Yeah, and it was great it was from good. there. I I think that um, the sort of they're cracking the Russian code and stuff like that in the mall was hilarious. Yep. That was great to get to that back door and everything. Once all that happened, I, there was Hopper with his uh, ongoing was great with his talks with Mike. And yeah, eleven and stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're like, writing down the notes yeah, and everything. Yeah, because <laughs> they're like making out all the time and stuff. So, all right. So we liked it. And the door three the, inches open or <laughs> yeah, ten inches great. open, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, oh, and what did she say when she dumps him? That's that's a good scene too. 
Uh, oh, she said that he's a jerk and stuff, right? Like, I dump you or something. Yeah, it was really funny yeah. how she said it. Yeah. Um, I just can't remember exactly she, what she Eleven's said. Eleven's is, is good in this season, too. I oh, think she's that, great. She's um, a great actress. Her and Max's thing of, of getting closer and being friends and stuff was really was really nice. Um, it's, it's interesting, too, because they really play up the fact that she's now a little bit more, I guess normalized might not be the right word but she's sort of a she's a little bit better with the way she's speaking yeah I thought that she would catch up and start speaking like more normal I like that she didn't only every once in a while like she still doesn't get all the little mannerisms and all the little sort of quips and stuff like that that people are saying like all the references and all that I actually like that it was a little bit Still is a she have to, yeah, a little bit of catching up to she do. She just under the world at eleven, so she's like an equivalent of a seven or eight year, or five year old or whatever. Yeah. So I thought that that was it was um, Mike. I dump your ass. That's what. Yeah, it was. I dump. That was funny. <laughs> I dump your ass. And he just is so blown away <laughs> by it. Yeah. And uh, then he's like caught up in that whole feeling for like most of the season. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about the very ending because the ending. Did you expect it to be so emotional? Because when the ending happened and when Hopper died, spoilers. Yeah, uh, my like my wife was just a blubbering mess at that point for like the I don't, whole last like five minutes of the. Season. I I have zero emotion in this show. Oh wow! Not okay. because I don't care about the characters or anything, but I don't believe that he's dead. First of all, because um, they don't show you that he's dead. Well, I, I think I think for sure he's not dead. I think for oh, sure he's okay. alive, and that's what the, the stinger at the end is. But at that moment, I didn't know. At the yeah. moment, I didn't know. At so, the time, it seemed like he really was dead. Yeah. Yeah. I, and he I had know. that note, and he had the note, and it was a per- it was set up so well from earlier when him and Joyce go over what he's going to say. What are you going to say? And, so and he everything write, he writes yeah. it all down, but then he decides to write his own message. And she that reads part it was after. very was again. It's like a they're basically making a long eighties movie. Yeah, basically. right with better mm-hmm. tech and things like that. That's why things look better or whatever. But I, maybe you can get away with it because of that. But I felt it was. Extra corny for him to sit there and then to end the show of him reading out loud what he's writing. Like, I like the message right. and everything. And it's, I guess it's the end of a season and it's supposed to sort of pinpoint that he's probably not around anymore and all that stuff. So I get just so to give you the extra sense that he's dead because he gone. was narrating the Yeah, but I guess maybe I just didn't believe it. So maybe that's why. The letter but was all about her getting older. I thought that was and, great. Yeah. It's great. It's really touching and everything too, which in, in, the, in the mess of everything that happens, especially in the last two episodes. You, you, they don't lose track of that at all, but you might as a viewer because there's so much action happening and, and mm. figuring out the twists and turns and stuff, and then they just bring it back to I thought it was an emotional beat, which I think ending. is great. I thought it was what what really like nailed it for the season was that ending and how emotional it was and how it was the setup from... It almost feels like the setup from the very beginning because he was always this tortured character... And you didn't know why. Then you found out it was because he had a, lost a daughter. Yeah. And which, then yeah. You, you find out. that, And then it's like he has this connection with Eleven after season one. And then after season two, he kind of takes her in. Yeah. And then season three, he even calls her uh, his daughter. Right? Daughter, so it's yeah. like a long setup. And then. Yeah, that's she, right. He does drop that a couple times. Yeah, a couple and, times. And you're like, oh. Yeah. He, he, like, oh he's, and he seems he seems happier like almost again, right? He's trying yeah. to get his life back together with Joyce. And then the, the moment I knew he wasn't going to make it is when him and Joyce were like in this thick of things. And they set up plans to go on a date. When this is all over, we'll go on a date, and like when two characters like set up something to happen, like that, yeah. After like, you hey, know t- one hey, of them, hey, tomorrow yeah. we're gonna go on a date. Exactly, yeah. we'll, we'll have some red wine or whatever. It is. On them. You kind of know one of them's not gonna make it. Yeah, I was really worried that Eleven was gonna make it because the other 
spoiler thing. Mm. They took away her powers, right? Yeah, which I I like that. And I thought that would be way too devastating to the character to for him to lose another daughter. So the what the way, the way they went with right. him being the one um, that sacrificed himself to save the kids, I think yeah. that was fitting. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was just such a. It's good for it works for his character for sure. Yeah, definitely works for his character and stuff. I want to because we're sort of talking about like the ending and stuff too. With the last few episodes, um, I just looked up the actor's name because I always forget. Brett Gelman, the guy who plays Murray. Yeah, he was great. He's hilarious. Him and and the uh, and and the Russian scientist Bald Eagle. (laughs) Him and the Russian uh, sort of engineer and science like they're sort of back and forth. Oh, that guy was great. Um, Yeah, I forget his name. Yeah, uh, Alexei, I think. Yeah, Alexei. Yeah, yeah. and he kept calling him Smirnoff (laughs) with the Seven Eleven big gulp. Yeah, that was like a meme after. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're. that that whole thing was was great. Yeah, I, I think he brought a lot to that to that group and to that part of the storyline and stuff. Yeah, like so that. it's like the kids are always on an adventure. The adults are always on an adventure. It's usually Joyce and Hopper. They added him in. Yeah, uh, and then it all comes to the end in that in that action scene where they face the mind flayer in the mall, and then yeah, Hopper sacrifices himself to close yeah. the portal and save the kids. Billy dies. Billy dies. Which, two big deaths. Wh- I think that that was a little bit because you don't really. He kind of re- they kind of wanted to redeem him a little bit, right? Yeah, you don't really know like exactly what. I mean, maybe this is us not knowing D and D stuff, but I didn't really know that whoever was being sort of um, taken over would die. So what happens to all the people? Yeah, it's crazy. Like they what happens so to all those people? people all those, all those yeah. people dead? Yeah, which is wild. I thought that too. It's I thought crazy. they would come back. I thought they would. Kill the mind flare, all people would something. come back. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess they're all physically, they show you. They they're all, all sort inside of inside out. And yeah, then, they're all inside yeah. out into like this giant <laughs> thing. Monster, yeah. Which looked really good. Yeah, it did. By the way, good. it looked and it, and it didn't feel out of place or anything like that. So that was pretty I, I cool. Think, I think it's really, really well set up to in the next season. As we mentioned, the stinger hints towards pretty much, pretty much, not only hints, but suggests that Hopper's still alive and he's being yeah. captured by the Russians. But now you're going into a season where. Eleven has no powers. The group is split up because Joyce and Will yeah. and Eleven have moved away. So I wonder what so, I wonder if it's either going to jump ahead, way ahead, and find a reason for them to all finally come back together, or if they're going to take it to a different place. They're finally going to leave uh, Hawkins. Hawkins, yeah. yeah, because I think it. I think they have to keep coming up with excuses for the Russians or for this or for they keep, that. They have to keep having excuses why Hawkins was so special. Yeah. And why they don't, always the action happened well, and there. Now, they did a good job, but... This time was fine, mm-hmm. but they had to literally come up with a reason for the Russians to build an underground layer. Yes. For yeah. them to have a reason to be they in only that open place. The upside down portal. But if that portal's always there and that's always the draw, then... That's all you kind of need, I guess. It'll be right? interesting. I think it was an improvement off the second season in that yes. sense because the second season ended and it didn't do much to change the status quo. This season started, it's like, it's just like, oh, they're all back. They're all, it's like a sitcom. They're all back to where they started. Yeah. Whereas the end of this season really changes the status quo. There's people that have moved, there's people, main characters that have died. Um, it's really the show aging with the characters, as we said. And, and changing, and it's going to be, it's going to have to feel like, not feel, but they're going to do something totally different next season, which yeah. is a good good challenge that they have. So, yeah, that's that's what I was wondering at, at the end of it. Are they going to start it totally different, or are they going to, I, I feel like they'll do a similar thing here as they did in, as in, in, in 3, where they'll, it'll sort of be a little bit scattered at the beginning, but I think at the end they'll all sort of Right, I hope they keep like Steve together. and Dustin and, 
But the, yeah. the actors are aging so fast. Like when they did the I flashback, that's you why, saw how young they were in season one. You're that's like, why I feel crap. like they have to like go way in the yeah, future, even like, if it's out in two years. Right. Right. Because then they yeah. would be filming it, you know, now. And they look yeah. like they're in high school now. They can't play. Yeah, they totally do. It's just like they look completely different. Like th- these kids are like 16 years old and they got all this facial hair and stuff <laughs> when you see them like in, in press tour stuff. Like it's like, come on. Yeah, it's crazy. So. I'm excited for the next season, and I, I will keep that Netflix subscription. For that. <laughs> <laughs> in anticipation of it, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I really liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was good. It, it's an improvement over two, mm-hmm. even though Definitely. we still enjoyed two. Um, it's like high praise saying that it's an improvement over two, because two is still, still very really high good. bar. Yeah. I actually wonder, show. I might actually have liked it better than one. Oh, two, eh? Yeah. Okay. Like, no, like... Three, oh, three better I might than have one. liked better than yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Because all the stuff that That's we've sort question. of talked about and everything and all the sort of extra messages, I guess, is part of what it is. And maybe it's just a little bit closer to the growing up thing and that's the big yeah, message the for it of, and stuff. The themes are, are improved, yeah. I think. I agree, actually. I um, think it might be the best and, one. And the new characters are still great. Mm. The new ones in this season and the new ones in the second season that continue Yeah, I hope they keep all, all the really characters. I hope a way to get uh, Robin like in the next season and everything. And Yeah. All the all the characters that everyone loves are back and Max and everything. So yeah, like I think uh, is it Maya Hawk or Maya Hawk? Yeah. I think is like she was one of the best parts. Yeah, I think she's it, she's great of yeah. it and stuff. She's and, be a star. Um, yeah, so that's that's our long winded. You haven't seen it. Uh, you haven't seen it. Sorry, recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, well, we sorry just... we ruined it. But you should still watch it. <laughs> I think so. I think there's a lot of little things that are that we easily would have whipped past and, and missed and stuff that that really make it a full. Mm-hmm. experience to watch mm-hmm. and um i mean if you haven't watched any of the show just what are you doing with just, your life? Yeah, yeah just watch it man it's great it's so much fun it's so much fun if you like this podcast you will like the show yeah i mean sure. i hope someone likes it so yeah. <laughs> all right mike uh thanks very much um again i'll leave the responsibility to you how can people find us outside of just listening to where we are right oh, yeah now? find us on uh, twitter instagram day back in follow us on your favorite podcast app yeah, give us some ratings and all that. Everything helps. Um, we have uh, action every day on the on the social media stuff. We try and post some stuff that isn't even necessarily directly related to the show and have some fun with it and all that. So um, have fun with that. And uh, thanks again for listening. And we will see everybody next time. playing board games every night making triple decker ego extravaganzas at sunrise watching westerns together before we doze off but I know you're getting older growing changing and I guess if I'm being really honest that's what scares me I don't want things to change. So I think maybe that's why I came in here, to try to maybe stop that change, to turn back the clock, to make things go back to how they were. But I know that's naive, it's just, not how life works it's moving always moving whether you like it or not 
And yeah, sometimes that's painful. Sometimes it's sad. And sometimes it's surprising. Happy. So you know what? Keep on growing up, kid. Don't let me stop you.